Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I'm your host, Sammy Vance, and today I'm super excited to be interviewing the Lieutenant Governor, Lieutenant Governor Crouch. Um, I got the opportunity to actually meet her earlier this year when presented the Brilliant Firefly Award in the State House, and it was just the coolest experience ever, and she's super nice, so I can't wait for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you again, Sammy, um, and what a great way to spend a spring break. Yeah, I'm so excited. Just with friends. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I've been looking forward to this and yeah, happy to call you a friend. Um, yeah, so you're the Lieutenant Governor of Indiana, which is really important and it must be like a really cool job because you oversee the whole Senate. Um, so like I said, that must be just really amazing. And I know that a lot of people don't know exactly what that is or how important it is. Um, but when I went down to the State House, I got to see all this and exactly what you do. And it's just like the coolest thing ever. Um, so can you tell everyone a little bit about what your job is and something people may not know about your job as well? Oh, sure. Well, thank you. Um, you know, it's interesting because I just came back from a lieutenant governor's conference. And what I have learned over the years is the lieutenant governor in Indiana probably has more duties and responsibilities than any other lieutenant governor in the country. Because in most states, the lieutenant governor acts if the governor is incapacitated, which is true in Indiana. But in most states, that's the only real defined duty that they have. And here in Indiana, I am president of the Senate, as you mentioned, constitutionally, I'm president of the Senate. So when the Senate's in session, I run the Senate. But statutorily, I head up four agencies in Indiana. I am Secretary of Agriculture and Rural Development. And it's funny, Sammy, that when I talk to chambers and I talk to rotaries and I talk about big business, they don't automatically think about agriculture. But agriculture is big business in Indiana. It contributes over $31 billion to our state's economy every year. We are the 10th largest farming state. And here, this is what is so remarkable. Think about this. 83% of Indiana's geography is farmland, woodland, or forest. 83%. So agriculture is big business in Indiana. But I also oversee the Housing and Community Development Authority which supports and promotes affordable housing in Indiana. Uh, the Office of Community and Rural Affairs, or OPRA as we call it, which supports main streets throughout Indiana, but also it provides grants to our small rural communities. And then I oversee the Destination Development Corporation, which encompasses tourism in Indiana. But I have a couple of initiatives also that I've taken on that are important to me. I chair the intellectual, and developmental disability task force. We have 100,000 Hoosiers who have autism, Down syndrome, or cerebral palsy. And so we work through that task force to ensure that they can live, work, play, study, and stay in safe, accessible, affordable environments because our friends with disabilities really are just friends with different abilities. 
And they have the same hopes and dreams and desires as each and every one of us. They want to have a job and have friends and love and be loved and be successful in life. So we work for that task force to ensure that they can fulfill the dreams they dream and build the lives they want to build. So I stay pretty busy. I love that. That is just so amazing. I didn't even know all that until just now. That is so awesome. Um, And I think that must be really cool knowing that your job is just so important and everything you're doing is going to like great use. And it's just like, I love it so much. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So like you were saying, you're basically the president of the senators. Um, So, and you're also like the deciding vote um, on a law if it's like a tiebreaker or you're like the tiebreaker as well, I think. Um, Yeah. Um, so when I was there for a day, I watched a little bit of a Senate session, and I loved being able to come up to the front and get a picture there and hold the gavel. Um, and you get to do that, like, quite a bit. So what's it like having authority over 50 senators, and uh-huh. do you like using the gavel? Well, you know, I, I'm a former state representative, and I was a state representative for eight years. So I just want to share with you, Sammy, that being a former state representative, it's wonderful to finally be in charge of the senator. So, <laughs> yes. but um, you know, I run the Senate, so I make sure that they follow the rules and the regulations and the decorum of the Senate. Uh, and so I keep it running very smoothly and that's kind of my job, but it also has allowed me to develop very close relationships with the senators. And that has helped me advocate for issues that I think are important to Hoosiers. Uh, For instance, in the 21 budget session, uh, the General Assembly appropriated an additional $100 million for mental illness. And I very much am an advocate of mental health because the human cost of this pandemic is huge. And it has affected our young people. Uh, It's affected our elderly. It's affected each and every one of us. So being able to put a focus on mental health and having that relationship with senators has helped me move forward policy that's important to me that benefits Hoosiers here in Indiana. So I love the job of being Lieutenant Governor and being president of the Senate. I love that. And I love how you're doing something that you're passionate within. And I think that's really amazing. Um, So what's it like holding the gavel and being able to use the gavel? (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I I try not to use it too too often, uh, but when they seem to get, and and a lot of business is done on the floor of the Senate. That's what people don't understand. We have a session and we're going through the bills and we're doing amendments and we're hearing them and hearing testimony from the senators, but then the senators themselves are on the floor talking to each other about different bills and different issues. And sometimes it gets a little loud, and that's when I really have to kind of gavel and get them quieted down. Uh, And sometimes I have to do it more than once. Uh, But, you know, I I try to be very judicious about how much I do gavel. Uh, My job is to make sure that the session runs, runs very smoothly and that we have a respectful environment on the floor of the Senate. So um, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I don't really think about it you know, it's a power thing. It's more of a, you know, trying to, trying to have an orderly session. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
and yeah I thought it was cool to be able to see you use the gavel and like I, yeah. I love being able to hold it that was just the coolest thing ever um, well maybe one day you will be in charge of that gavel that would be amazing that'd be so cool maybe one day <laughs> um so like before like I said before you're the head of all senators and most of them are male so you are being uh, you being female in a mostly male dominated job shows that women can do anything and how amazing women are so um, as I was saying, as your job is mostly male dominated, what is it like being a female um, and being the head of everyone? And um, what's the message for all the girls out there that you may have? Well, I think um, this isn't something that happened overnight. I mean, I was started in local government as a county auditor, and then I was a county commissioner. And then I moved to the state level as a state representative. Then I served two and a half, three years as auditor of state before I became the Lieutenant Governor. So throughout that time, um, you know, I've oftentimes been the only woman in the room. Uh, but what I have seen is more and more women are entering the political arena and running for office. And I think that benefits government because our government truly should be representative of the population as a whole. Women represent 52% of the voting public. And yet, when you look at general assemblies all over the country, women only represent 27 or 28%. And here in Indiana, it's around 24%. So we need more women in government. The bright side is we have six statewide offices and four of those six are female. So while on the General Assembly side, we need more women, we really are doing well in the executive branch. And we are doing probably twice as well as most states uh, in that area. But my message to young women is to find that, find that thing you're passionate about where you think you can make a difference for people. And then just put aside whether you're a male or a female, just go after it. Uh, because if you work hard and you're true to yourself, people recognize that. And, and they want to support individuals, whether they're male or female, who work hard and are true to themselves. I love that. And I think that's amazing. And it's so empowering to hear what you do. And um, I think the message that you sent is just, I think that's really awesome. Um, so, yeah. With your job, you must be really busy. And I know with my buddy event project, I can be busy sometimes too. And there's things that I enjoy about it and some things like sorting caps that isn't completely terrible. I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite part, probably one of my least favorites. Um, but I do love meeting new people such as you. Um, so, you know, there's some things that I really enjoy about my project and some things that I don't so much. Um, so what's your least favorite and favorite part of your job? You know, like you, I think my favorite part of my job is meeting people and building those relationships and those bridges that help us get things done in the state of Indiana. I, I mentioned I came from local government and I'm from Evansville, which is down across from Kentucky. And, you know, being geographically removed from the state capital like you are and like I would be in Evansville, sometimes we don't feel that connection. We don't feel like we're apart and that everything's about central Indiana and the rest of us are kind of forgotten. 
And I think that one of the things that I try to do is when we're not in session is travel the state and build those relationships and those bridges and let people know, regardless of what part of the state they're from, that they are as important to our state as the central part, because it takes all of us for Indiana to be successful. So visiting people, building bridges, building relationships, being in a position to really impact policy that affects Hoosiers, uh, whether it be in mental health or whether it be in disabilities or whether it be in providing jobs for Hoosiers, being in that position um, is very humbling. And is, it's very, um, it's also very, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't wanna say empowering, but it's, it's just um, a lot of responsibility comes with that. Mm -hmm. So that is my favorite part of the job. My least favorite part of the job is probably losing control of my calendar. So I, I have a scheduler and they put stuff on my calendar that I really have no control over. Uh, they also know when I'm going to get my hair done, you know, when I'm going to yoga, you know, because all that stuff is on the calendar. And so that is the least, my least favorite part of the job. I didn't realize what a control freak I was until I became lieutenant governor and lost control of my calendar, lost control of what I do. Um, but they, they know what they're doing and they make sure that I'm, you know, visiting with people. They know how important it is to be visiting with people. So they make sure that I get around the state and I'm visiting with people and building those relationships. So I know it's a good thing. It's just my least favorite thing. Yeah, I, I, I think on a small scale, I can somehow relate to that. Sometimes my mom will just put things on my calendar that like, I didn't even know about. And then it's like the next day. And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, like, like what, what, am I, what am I doing this? You know, what am yeah. I supposed to say? I mean, who are these people? Yeah, I, th so I can definitely relate to um, what you said on probably a little bit of smaller scale. I doubt I have as much going on as you. Um, but yeah. I, 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 well, I, I, I feel your pain then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I learned a lot about the Senate when I was, um, when I was there for just a day and at the State House for a day. And it was just a really cool opportunity. So the Senate is not always in session. There's days that there's off days and stuff. And then there's also when like the Senate is just in session in general. Um, I don't know what it's called. I think it's just called the Senate's in session. Um, uh, so what do you do on the days where it's not in session or like the um, other like the other part of the year when it's not like going on? Sure. Well, when, when the Senate's in session and this year <clears throat> was a short session. So in the uh, even years, we have short sessions, meaning uh, we don't do the budget. And so that, that doesn't take as much time. So this year in the short session, there were 1,074 bills that were introduced and 221 were passed. Now, if you look at the last short session two years ago, there were about 1,100 bills introduced and, two, and 389 were passed. So a lot less bills were passed this session, which to me isn't a bad thing because we don't need more government. You know, we actually need less government. Uh, but when we're not in session, then I'm traveling the state. 
Uh, I'll be, I know I'm going to be up in the Fort Wayne area here in May. Um, and so I, I, I just came from Henry County last night and I was in Carroll County on Sunday and I'll be in Newton County tomorrow and I'll be in Stark and Pulaski County on uh, Saturday. And then I'll be back in Vanderburgh County because while I have an apartment and I live in Indianapolis during the week, I go home to Evansville every weekend or try to um, because that's where my home is. And, um, you know, it helps keep me connected to another part of the state. Mm -hmm. So I travel. I just travel and visit and, and, and try to connect people and try to help them and, and make them feel that they're part of government. That's so cool. I love that. And I think that would be really cool to be able to like travel all different places. And I hope to do that someday. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe we could travel somewhere someday together. That would be cool. Fun. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay. Well, we'll have to think about how we can do that. Maybe do some kind of tour. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep it on our list. Yes. Okay. Um, so I was honored to receive the Brilliant Firefly Award when I came down to visit the State House. And that was just really cool. Um, and I know that you mentioned that the award is not given out too often. So can you tell us a little bit about what that award is and how you pick the recipients? Absolutely. Uh, you know, back, oh my goodness, I'm thinking it was probably about six, seven years ago now, the, there was a group of students from West Lafayette High School. And those students, or it was left Lafayette High School, those students wanted to pass a law. And they took it on as a class assignment. Uh, and they learned a lot about how you try to get a bill passed. And for uh, several years, they tried to get a bill passed making the brilliant firefly Indiana's insect. And of course you have to have a law to do that, uh, to be able to officially make it the insect. And so they were successful in getting that done. And so what we wanted to do in the Lieutenant Governor's office is we wanted to create an award to recognize young people who are really making a difference in their community. And so we created the Brilliant Firefly Award, kind of in honor of these young students who got a law passed here in the state of Indiana. Uh, and sometimes the Firefly Award is nominated by a senator or a, a representative, and sometimes my office chooses a young individual who is making a difference in their community. And of course, uh, it's so interesting because the company that creates the Buddy Benches that you yourself started the Buddy Bench Project, Sammy, that company is located in Evansville. And so Brent Grafton, the owner and president, is the one that kind of familiarize me with you and your incredible accomplishments. You're someone who saw where other people, other children kind of went through the same thing that you went through. And that was occasionally you feel lonely and you feel like you're not a part. And so you recognize that and decided to make a difference. And so you created the Buddy Bench Project where you had a bench created from bottle caps to be able to put on playgrounds where people would know if they're lonely, young people, and it could apply to old people too. If you're lonely, go sit on the buddy bench. And that's a signal to other people that this is someone who wants to be involved and connected to people. I just think 
I just was so touched by your compassion and your caring and your empathy uh, with other young people and just wanted to recognize your contribution, not just to your community, but to the entire state of Indiana, because these buddy benches are all over the state of Indiana, aren't they, Sammy? Yeah. They're also outside of the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us about that. So you, you're not only... You're not only helping young people who may be feeling isolated or lonely, but you're recycling, you know, you're recycling product and making something out of it, which is so important to our environment and to the health of our world. Uh, So, I I mean, you're just a phenomenal young person uh, and I cannot wait to see what you do when you grow up because you started this, I think, were you eight or nine? Eight, yeah. And um, you're now 12 or 13? 13. You know, in five years, how many buddy benches have you provided around the state and, and the world? Um, it, around the world, I've probably helped. Uh, there's been other people who have done it on their own, but I've probably helped around 250 groups. See, you're making a difference. And that is what each and every one of us strive to do, is to make a difference for other people. Uh, to help them, you know, to help them overcome whatever challenge they have and have meaningful and happy lives. And that's what you're doing for young people. Uh, And like I said, older people too. I mean, older people also suffer from loneliness. So anyone can go sit on a buddy bench and and let people know that they want to be connected. I, I just think you're an incredible individual. You're an incredible young woman. And like I said, I can't wait to see what you do when you grow up. Thank you so much. I'm excited to stay connected with you um, and to let you know everything that's going on. Um, And do a tour together. Yes, yes, we need to. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you for all those kind words. Um, Is is there anything else you want to say before we go on to the rapid fire round? Um, No, it's just an honor to be Serving as Lieutenant Governor, I never dreamt when I was your age, Sammy, that I would be in this position. But life's a journey. Uh, and, you know, when, when opportunities present themselves, we have to decide whether we're going to walk through that door. And I've had a lot of doors open. I've had a lot of people help me along the way. And now I'm in a position to really help other people and give back. And, you know, I sometimes get caught up in my life and oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and I've got this going on. And, you know, you have to remind yourself, while we think we're so important, we're here for a blink of the eye, and then we're gone. And it's what we do for people that makes a difference. It's how we help people be happier, have better lives, that really determines our worth. And you already, at such a young age, have demonstrated that you can impact people's lives, and you're an inspiration to all young people that, they can do whatever they want if they set their mind to it and they work hard and they're true to themselves. So thank you, Sammy, for your friendship. And I can't wait again to see your future as it unfolds before you. Again, thank you so much. I'm honestly this like so happy to be able to stay connected with you. And yeah, <laughs> so. Well, we're gonna have you come back next year for the Senate at least. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a great opportunity. 
when you go to college, then you can be a intern. And when you're in college, you can come and actually work in the House or Senate and be paid and have an apartment in Indianapolis and get college credit. That would so be awesome. Yeah. On your list for the future. Yes, definitely. So if you're ready for the rapid fire round, then I am. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'll just ask you a few questions and you can answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite food. Oh my gosh. Hot food. Spicy. <laughs> favorite animal. Dog. Favorite color. Yellow or red. <laughs> Would you rather speak to all, or would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak all languages? Oh, animals. Um, would you rather have a giraffe neck or an elephant nose trunk? A giraffe neck or an elephant trunk? Mm -hmm. I think a giraffe neck, nice long neck. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite thing to do in your spare time? Yoga. If you could have lunch with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Margaret Thatcher. Um, do you like to read or write? Better. Read. Yeah, I love reading. Um, butterflies or fireflies? Fireflies. Um, what is your favorite quote? My favorite. Your favorite quote. Oh, my favorite quote. Um, you know, I love what Abraham Lincoln once said. This isn't a direct quote. This is a paraphrase. But I'll give you two. Lincoln said that government should do for people only what they can't do better for themselves. And that is what has guided me through my public service. But I think my probably favorite quote is from Helen Keller. Helen Keller said that alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. I love that. Yes. Um, so, would you rather speak to a group or listen to a group? I listen. Mm -hmm. Where can people find you on social media if they want to find out more about you? Uh, I think I've got a hashtag red glasses or I've got a um, Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch uh, Facebook page or Twitter account. And then I also have a personal or political Suzanne Crouch. Awesome. Um, so for the last question to ask all my guests, what is something that makes you smile? So, something that makes me smile, uh, I'm you. Oh, thank you. I think this has been like just such a great time. You make me smile. Like as you could see, I'm smiling so big and I've been smiling through this whole thing. Um, so I really, I think that, um, I think that this is just such an honor to be able to interview you and being able to stay connected with you. I think that's just so amazing. So thank well, you. Well, we will have to do this again. I will plan on seeing you next year uh, at yeah. the Senate session. But um, when I am up in the Fort Wayne area this year sometime, I'll let you know and maybe we can go visit a buddy bench. Awesome. Yes, that has to happen. Okay, we'll make it happen. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you everyone for listening. I would suggest maybe going to check out the Senate page program and because in your state, because it's just such an amazing opportunity and I definitely suggest it to you. Um, and again, it was such an honor meeting you again, Lieutenant Governor and
yeah, just remember everyone who's listening, you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. And I hope this makes you smile. Bye. Bye.